This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, House Democrats are out with their plan to keep the government up and running for a little while. GAO has some stern recommendations for agencies to improve their pandemic responses. And the IRS has no clear picture on who has not received their stimulus check yet. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. House Democrats are out with a 10-week continuing resolution that would keep the government open through December 11th. It would restrict agencies from furloughing their employees through the duration of the CR. The bill would also set a new fee structure and put U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services on a stronger financial footing. It also funds the Electronic Health Record Modernization Project at the Department of Veterans Affairs and the 2020 Census. It's unclear whether the CR has bipartisan support yet in the Senate. The House is expected to vote on the bill later this week. Current government funding runs dry next Wednesday. Comptroller General Gene Dodaro implores agencies and Congress to implement what he calls 16 concrete recommendations immediately to significantly improve the nation's response to the current pandemic. The recommendations range from improving data collection to hardening cyber protections on HHS systems to better tracking contract obligations, as well as strengthening preparations for future public health emergencies. The Government Accountability Office highlighted these findings as part of its third report on the CARES Act and the federal response to the COVID-19 pandemic. The Treasury Department and IRS don't know how many people are still waiting for economic assistance payments authorized under the CARES Act. The Government Accountability Office says that could hinder outreach efforts and potentially put millions of people at risk of not receiving these payments before the October 15th deadline to register for a payment. The IRS says the remaining individuals are those who don't normally file a federal tax return. An agency outreach campaign has helped 7 million people register for payments. The Justice Department removes the interim title from one executive. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Melinda Rogers is the new permanent chief information officer at the Justice Department. She becomes the first woman to hold that role in the last 20 years, if not ever, at the agency. Rogers replaced Joe Klimovich on an interim basis in February when Klimovich retired. Rogers has been with DOJ since 2013 when she joined as its chief information security officer. She became deputy CIO in 2019. Before coming to government, Rogers worked in the private sector, including a stint at Equifax. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The decision to shorten the timeline to complete the 2020 census did not come from the Census Bureau. That's according to the Commerce Department's Inspector General. But the watchdog says it's unclear whether Commerce or White House officials directed the Bureau to still meet decennial deadlines at the end of this year. The IG says this shortened timeline increases the risk. The Bureau won't be able to collect all the data needed for a complete decennial count. The Bureau expects to end field operations at the end of this month. Agencies will shortly have a new place to turn for advice on using data in developing and administering policy. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Thursday morning, the MITRE Corporation will cut the ribbon on its new Center for Data-Driven Policy. It'll be headed up by former Government Accountability Office Information Technology Issues Director David Pounder. Pounder says the center will incorporate academic, industry, and government thinkers, It'll help federal agencies learn how to better incorporate data into decision-making. 
and how to curate open source data to add to their own sources. I'm Tom Temin. The Air Force is relaunching its AFWorks office with expanded authority to make it act like a program executive office and report directly to the Air Force Secretary. AFWorks is an innovation-driven hub focused on research and acquisition. The new AFWorks will have three branches. AF Ventures will focus on accelerating commercial technologies. Spark will empower innovation and the operational edge by working with airmen. And Prime will focus on emerging commercial markets and new technologies. The Navy removes Norfolk Naval Shipyard Commander Captain Kai Torkelson from his position due to a loss of confidence in his ability to command. The removal of Torkelson comes after a Government Accountability Office report stated maintenance delays were harming the Navy's ability to rebuild its readiness. Rear Admiral Howard Markley, who is the Director of Naval Sea Systems Command's Industrial Operations Directorate, is assuming the duties on an acting basis. An Army reservist and New York police officer is charged with acting as a spy for the Chinese government. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports. Federal prosecutors say Bai Mataji Ang Wong has been working with a Chinese government handler since at least 2014, mostly to gather intelligence on Tibetan dissidents living in New York. He's charged with acting as an unregistered agent of a foreign power, plus three counts related to alleged false statements he made to maintain his secret security clearance for the Army. Yesterday's charging documents don't allege he turned over any classified information, but officials say he is the definition of an insider threat. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Hiring changes are coming soon for administrative law judges. The Office of Personnel Management has new draft regulations that move ALJs out of the competitive service. It's now up to each agency head to appoint administrative law judges to their positions in the accepted service. OPM will no longer oversee the examination process for appointing ALJs or keep a list of prospective candidates. The changes stem from both a 2018 executive order and a Supreme Court decision. And a federal court judge says the Postal Service must do more to process election mail on time. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The ruling directs the Postal Service to pre-approve all overtime needed in the week leading up to Election Day. The Postal Service must also submit a list of steps necessary to improve on-time delivery scores for first-class mail and marketing mail. This comes after another federal judge in Washington State last week blocked the Postal Service from moving forward with operational changes that have led to delays in mail delivery. Jory Heckman... Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.